Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. aren't you? You call us rebels? What? Like we're disobeying? Obviously. You're criminals. The lot of you. Wow. You really fit your namesake. Real sanctimonious bastard, aren't you? How dare you? You scattered trash pigeons would be dead if it weren't for us. You should be thanking me. Whoa. Okay. Fuck. Calm down. I'm sorry. I just... Just let me go and we can pretend like this never happened. <laughs> You're kidding. You crashed into me, remember? My coolant was low, my, my navigation blacked out. I didn't even see you. Oh, well, in that case... Escape jettison on. Fuck, God, please. I have a wife and a... Well, just a wife, but I can help you. Help me. So much for the holy man's loyalty. Screw you. Ten. No, please, I'm, s- I'm sorry. Look, I'm barely one of them. Eight. That uniform is different. Regulation! You know what charities are like. Charity? You're a fucking corporation. Look, I I don't know what you've seen, but... They're good guys, really. Please. Two. Escape jettison. Disarm. I just hope you know some energy warp activation codes. Energy? This is... This is an energy nester? You stole a registered pop spacecraft? No. God, I didn't steal it. Have you looked outside? These things are everywhere. I'm just lucky this one still had a caster unit. What's this one? Gravity hole. Duh. In the code? Oh, come on. I'm screwed if they find out I helped you. Escape jettison armed. Fine, fine. Uh, it's a... Uh, Escape jettison <sighs> disarmed. 2246390. Thanks. What are you even doing here anyway? This far out for a rebel. How dumb do you think I am? Hey, I'm fired anyway. Sue me for a little human curiosity. Yeah, curiosity. One of my people theorized about the warp shell, and though we can't get all of us through initially, He speculated that a smaller vessel could puncture enough to allow our larger ship through. So I'm trying to find a weak spot. Wait, warp shell? You you think they're using a warp shell? Ugh, don't play dumb. Of course it's a warp shell. Explains why your savings bond army can't get through. Can't stand to leave all your precious guns behind. No, I mean a warp shell is unstable above 1400 quad cells. It couldn't contain the whole universe. Look, I trust my guy's judgement, okay? Then your trust is misplaced. There's no warp shell or quad cell or mesh veil or even a meteor net. There's nothing keeping us in. What? It's just... space. I fucking knew it. What? You guys have a deal with the ants, don't you? What?! How else are they keeping you in, if they haven't got you wrapped around their long, creepy fingers? That's what you think? Really? 
that we sit up in our cruises, sipping cocktails and playing solitaire with these soulless things? Yeah, that's what it's sounding like. This is war. It's not a card game or fucking hopscotch. There's no electric fence keeping us in, but there are threats and bombs and a long, long history of bloodshed and pain and suffering stretching so far back that you and I would have been indistinguishable. Then why don't you do something? It's not that easy. Yeah, it is. What was that? I don't know. It's your ship. Yeah, that you totaled. What did we crash into? I don't know. I was a bit busy crashing. <laughs> oh shit. What the hell is that? It's a fucking ass. Shoot it. Ah, are you kidding me? Stop. Stop right there. Don't move. Don't reason with it. Kill it. Shut up. Look at it. It's hot. Good. It'll take less proton extract. I'm not shooting an injured creature. Oh yeah, and I'm the sanctimonious one. God damn it! You know what these things are like. It the flares alive. Ah, just stop! Stop yelling at me. Okay, give me a moment. What are you doing here? I said, what are you doing here? What's wrong with its eyes? What do you mean? Its, it's eyes. They look wrong. What are they supposed to look like? Um, uh, like all faceted and, uh, like crystalline. Oh. God. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it. Um. Hey, uh, buddy. Um, I'm gonna have a look at that arm of yours, okay? Uh, is that an arm? I, uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. Can't be serious about this. Humor me, pal. Hey, no. Okay, it's it's fine. I'm not gonna hurt you. Maybe put the gun down. Oh shit. Yeah. Better. <sighs> okay. Damn, buddy. What happened to you? <sighs> okay. This is painkiller. Okay? It'll hurt for a bit, but then it won't hurt. Yeah? God, please don't kill me. I told you! No, 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 look, look, it's fine, it's fine. See? Yeah, we're fine, aren't we? Okay, and now a bandage. I can't believe this. This is the most idiotic thing I've ever seen anyone do. You know, maybe I died in that crash. We can only hope. Rude. There we go. All better. Hey, um, so now that you saved the vicious monster that's been terrorizing our galaxy for centuries, mind untying me? Well, I don't appreciate the sass, but... <sighs> yeah, fine. We have a wife to get you back to, don't we? I actually... I lied about the wife. God, it's like I don't even know you. You had a gun pointed at my head. And please, I have a goldfish that's missing me is hardly a moving plea. <laughs> wow. That really is an ant, huh? You've never seen one before? I mean, they're kind of corner office conquerors, you know? All big bosses and torpedo-mounted hive ships. Kind of like your people. Hey, we're the good guys, you know. If you say so, the ants didn't blow up my planet. It doesn't look very good. I mean, it's lost a lot of blood, but it looks more, I don't know. They're a hive, you know? What? Like um, bees or cells or wolves. They think together and breathe together and just kind of are together and this one's alone oh fuck what we can't leave it i'm sorry 
Oh, I can't believe this. It's, um, it's injured. It's broken. Whatever happened in that crash, I think it severed it. I don't think they're gonna come back for it. What are you saying? I'm saying... What are we going to do now? We? Pope Starnest, detective. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Alright then. <clears throat> All sanctimonious bastards, vicious monstrosities, and worthless rebels, please hold tight. We're going for a ride. Jumping right into it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. Yeah. Go. Sorry, my mind just, I just, it just blew, it's up, part two. blew out the back of my head. Where did it go? Oh, it's in space. Oh. It's over at a oh. big oh. space station. That's, that's. <laughs> the sky machine was my brain the whole time. Oh my God. <sighs> God, I can't. I was trying to make it Stop. turn into Junker and then it's like a segue. Oh, so it does. Thing. Is there a name for, I think Well, it's... I lost my brain, so I couldn't pick up on Oh, then. thank you. It flew right over your head or on you. Anyway. I love, I, I think of that. That one gif, the Star Trek one. Oh, that's oh yeah, and oh. it's like, you, the joke. It's in the Discord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've tracked down this one gif, if you guys were really wild about it. Well, I love that gif. It's Junker Part 2. Yeah, oh, yes. Welcome uh, back to... Well, there was, yeah, there was a 1.5. Kind of uh, I'm going to be honest, at this point, that was like a year ago, and I'm not happy with those stories anymore. That, that'll happen. Which sucks, because now I'm going to be actively shown... My past work is that I'm not happy with anymore, but... Yeah, that's that's tough because, yeah, it's over a year ago now that we started, like, even um, mm. the first, like, Big Trees. That's um, cr I know, crazy. fully bonkers. Yeah, and, like, we've both done writing courses and stuff since then. Yeah, and, like, I learned, feel like I've hopefully. I feel like I've developed my writing style a lot more. Like, since, like... The last story I wrote, I feel like I'm yes. better. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. It, it that's a testament to when you're actively writing, you just, you just... the learning curve is yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's, anyway, there's, there's no ceiling. We get got off topic very it's... quickly. Junker Part Two. Yes. Uh, world Building Part Two. Yeah. So basically, it's gonna kind of function like a normal world building, mm -hmm. uh, whereas in we're each going to propose two different ideas. Mm -hmm. Um. We're going to pick one or a few ideas that we like and run with them, except they're all going to be uh, about a world that already exists, that being Junker. Yeah. I don't think you necessarily need to go back and listen to that episode if you don't want to, but yeah. hey, if you want to, it's there. Yeah, quick breakdown would be that it's a sci-fi series. Mm -hmm. um, most of the characters come from a uh, the Junker, or just Junker, yep. which is a series of ships that are all bundled together in space to make a space station. Mm -hmm. uh, kind it, of a refugee space yeah, station. Refugee, refugee space station. Sort of got an 80s um, mm, very nice. uh, uh, cartoon vibe. I was looking it up. I think uh, a vibe I like the... It's like an atom punk kind of thing. Yeah, atom punk. That's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, boy. It's, it's a little bit retro-futurism, yeah. but more on the atom punk like side. Like very colourful, yeah, but very... also kind of grim a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think, nice. yeah, we were talking it's about it, it was... spicy. It's spicy. We were talking about it and we were like, it's Voltron. It's 80s Voltron. Ooh. But it's also, if I may jump in first with my first idea. Oh, go for it. I recently started, I haven't finished it yet. I love a terrible movie. So I was watching the Transformers movie Bumblebee. Oh um, my God. My brother was literally telling me about how he watched this movie yesterday. That's so funny. <laughs> you that's loved so it. Funny. I haven't finished it. I'm only an hour in. It's not great. Um, it's, I don't know if it's, Sorry, Dan. I don't know who wrote it, but um, it's just the, the female protagonist feels like she was written by a man. Like, she's like, I'm not like other girls, like that classic. She's like, I work on cars and I listen to, you know, rock music and uh, I'm still impeccably beautiful and my hair is perfect, but I'm boyish. And I'm like, yeah. okay, we all, get it. All right. Thanks. Um, but it made me think a lot about Transformers because Transformers is very interesting. Um, and I realized that having listened back to the Junker episode to like get caught up, we talked about the bugs um, or the, the ants um, yes. as uh, this uh, semi-sentient like construct life form. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's what Transformers are. 
Transformers? Oh, damn, we created Transformers. Yeah. So my idea is less of an idea and more of, like, a highlight of, like... They turn into cars when they eat something spicy. <laughs> You're getting your wires crossed there. Oh, Although that is the exact genre sort of we're going for. true. Of 80s sci-fi So if we horror. think about it, I hit um, the nail on that. Yeah. Hammer. On the... <laughs> um, shut up. Uh, so... <laughs> The interesting Transformers, I don't know a lot about Transformers lore because I'm cool, um, but my... Do you know there's a Transformers trading card game? Of course so, there is. Uh, I, if you want some. Um, <laughs> Hit me actually... up, are you a secret dealer? What? Yeah, I, it was actually very popular. Really? Just not in our community. No, of course. Okay, anyway, continue. My brother loves Transformers. So um, does mine. Transformers come from uh, Cybertron as their planet, and they, they weren't made, as far as I'm aware. They no. just sort of evolved. Mm. And I think that that's a very interesting idea to explore in re- in regards to the ants. Mm-hmm. Because in the episode we talked about, like, oh, who made these? Where did they come mm-hmm. from? What if they didn't? And then we could... They're sort of like the crystal gems where it never gets explored too much, but they're, like, just a non-carbon-based life form that are mechanical and um, uh, sort of synthetic and replicate uh, in different ways. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was. My I like that idea. idea. It's a really cool. I uh, there's a concept I often think about. This sorry, there's a puppy just settling into her bed at the moment. Um, I tried to pat her and she tried to bite me. She's like, so. screw you! I'm trying to. This is my bedtime. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, that's a concept I often think about. Like sometimes I just like hyper fixate on my body, and I'm like, what if like other species like. Dogs and humans are so similar. We both have eyes. Yep. We both have hair. Mm-hmm. We both have limbs and teeth and yep. bones in similar configurations. We have lungs and hearts. That is so unbelievably similar. Yep. Like there might be other aliens out there that don't even have limbs. I, what do they look like? Yeah, they they can't perceive light. The, what do they? They the can't see things. Non-humanoid animals, mm. uh, aliens. Sorry, are slime and gas mm. um, or tentacle. I'm constantly yeah caught up with this thought that there would be other like life forms and bodies and we just can't in our tiny gross human brains comprehend what they look like because yeah. we only know the limitations of what we and other animals look I was, like. I was talking the other day um, to someone about how there's like a theory that, that we are limited by our perspective in that we can only see ourselves as ourselves and then Mm. other people as other people Mm. where we might be one big organism that interacts in the same way that when we look at cells cells (gasps) all work together but they see themselves as individuals well i see the universe differently now yeah i need to think about that i reckon i reckon the ants the bugs in this would be like aware of the fact that they're one big life form that's dope that is just interacting with itself and that's why they are spreading dope i love Mm -hmm. it did you want to talk about your first idea sure um so my first one is kind of broad and vague Mm -hmm. but i'm thinking more about the war as a whole we know there was like this big big old war that happened in the past and while i was working today i was kind of thinking okay well what do people go to war about like um territory is the main one that's boring i think i want to it's Space, war of a territory in space is difficult because there's a lot of it. And resources as well. Yeah, the, yeah, it's literally infinite. Yeah. So, and my idea was, well, I think I want to derive it a bit more from this kind of, is it 70s? 80s, 70s. 80s, yeah, I, don't, I don't know time. Whatever. It's made up anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of, yeah, 80s, colourful, cartoon, sci-fi, like, stuff. Yeah. Um, and I want to explore maybe more the idea of... Uh, culture of like thievery of culture in some way i don't know yeah. how that would manifest Combat but i feel culture. like yeah, yeah that 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 um that 80s sci-fi culture that feeling yes that, um, yeah somehow tying that hmm, bringing really that um i don't know what that means yeah we can think about it but uh, i think matt colville it was uh, said that um it put out this point mm. which is i think informed by like dune um mm that resources are like limitless in yeah. space like land and resources you mm. can always get more yeah if you have the time you know yeah you get the money um the only things worth trading mm. uh between like systems are 
art objects, art, which are unique. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can't like replicate them or, or whatever, which is interesting because we were in class the other day talking about the value of a replicated art piece. I was literally about to get yeah. into this. Yeah, in in our um, literature uh, literature studies class, one concept in that class that's really stood out to me is the idea that an art object has an aura. Yeah. This just this feeling you have when looking at it that makes that piece unique. Who was it that said that? Was it? No, it was just part of. Um, oh, okay. It was uh, like part of uh, like the NSA we read. Yeah, if I, I, I can, which essay was it? I, I can't remember, remember yeah. but if I find it, I'll link it in it the Discord. It was very interesting. It was very interesting. I loved it. Um, mm. But I like this idea, well, because I feel like this Adam Punk has its own aura, this feeling yeah. uh, around it. And I want to make sure the war and the reason for the war has As that same into, aura, that yeah. same vibe to it. I guess this it. is what we're always talking about, consistency. The consistency is, with is the vibe. keeping with the aura, the, the keeping vibe, with the, yeah, the keeping understanding. With the aura, the tone of the world. Because I feel like if we make this war about territory, that doesn't fit no. with the tone and the theme we're going well, for. Well, if we, if we take Transformers, Transformers is always about Cybertron yeah. or Earth. Um, it's about home. Yeah. Uh, that's the territory. Um, it, it's always people fighting about uh, over their homeland and mm. what's important to them, um, which I think is usually the thing. It's like they're fighting over home mm. uh, and people who want to take home away from you. Yeah. That's that's a pretty strong aesthetic. Yeah. Which is still territory, but it's not like the capitalist idea of territory. It's no. the, like the human idea of territory. Of the like, idea of home, not this is, house. This is exactly. This is where I need to be mm. to live, as yeah. opposed to 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 survive to um, uh, prosper. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the place where um, my well being lives rather than my body lives. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That, that's something that has significance to my culture and my history. And yeah. My faith. Um, country. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. In a lot of the courses that I have done uh, in uni, uh, Aboriginal mm. um, culture comes up a lot. It's yeah. something we learn about a lot. And yeah. the word that they would use is country. It's not yeah. just the place you live. It is um, the the life of that place. Yeah. It is everything that's on it and in it and everything that's that it really represents. Cool. Yeah. So we have this, this then... Um, the people of this of Junker mm. and I guess the um, other like smaller factions that we have mm. uh, represent country home, mm. whereas the ants mm. are this uh, allegorical like taking it away. <laughs> They're a metaphor for capitalism. They're a metaphor for capitalism. <laughs> Damn it! Why do we always do this? <laughs> oh, again! Every time. We get it. Capitalism sucks. I'm <laughs> sorry. What more do you want from me? <laughs> Put on a different record. Come on, guys. It, we did every single time. We just always come back to this. Yeah. It's just true, though. It's, tr- it's just true, though, is the problem. It's... Okay, I like that. Anyway. That's, that's very what good was to, your second to focus. Idea? Great question. It was sort of related to that, but I think I want to... Mine was more of a question. Ooh. So in the first story, I only listened back to the first story. I didn't get to the others. Mm-hmm. We, you mentioned the fuel is Novolo. That's what it was called. Okay. Novolo. Mm-hmm. And so my question was, what that? Oh, fun. And is it the most important thing in the world? I think. Because that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> it would be interesting to have um, this, like, I don't know. It kind of goes against what we were just saying, though, because... Having a fuel be like the motivation for a lot of the conflict, super capitalist. Yeah. And so I'm I, my second idea. I'm gonna veto it and think about other stuff. And you can go next if you want. While I look at my notes for a second. Oh. Because I have so many notes. Okay. So this is part of the writing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, I considered this, but in consideration of your really good idea, my idea doesn't work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. Yep. Well, my second idea is kind of whack. Uh, it's not something I don't think we necessarily need to discuss. It's either kind of a... I don't, I'm just, just going to go for it. Uh, so my thinking, this is going to kind of play off the the aesthetic that we're going for. I started down the path of maybe it's like all a dream in some way, but I hate that. It's, yeah. It's, uh, and I was thinking, well, this 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 world originally came from that video, uh, the music video mm. for um, Starlight. Starlight Brigade by Tupperware Remix Party. Mm-hmm. And it's got an almost arcade game kind of aesthetic to it. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe what if 
what if this world started off as an arcade game and then just grew somehow like this i don't know if it i don't know how you explain it this ai or something in this game grew and upgraded itself to the point where it became its own universe and this is just a little bit of lore in the background that technically this game is a video game. I don't think people can play it. I think it's an actual universe. Just as a nice little lore point, somewhere at the beginning mm. of its evolution, it was an arcade game. That's interesting. <laughs> Which is whack, but yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah, it does do a similar... The, the issue of the, the dream thing, that it was a dream all the time, is that it undermines the stakes in yeah. the world. Which this, this, this idea sort of does, but not because my, my thinking of it is it's not really a you zoom out far enough and you're standing behind a screen watching all this happen that's yeah. not it at all yeah. I think it's more as it, it's more that maybe it's not so far as he, here's, here's how I want to tweet mm. that and see how you feel about it yes go for it um, hit me it's not so much this is the origin of this world and it evolved that way mm -hmm. but this is a guiding light for us um Oh, snores. Snores, oh, baby. Dog snores. Uh, this is a guiding light for the way that we look at this world, mm. is that it's not like it comes from a video game. It is a world that we're making for a video game, a fictional video game. That's the brief, oh. is, hey, imagine this was an arcade game and we had to make the whole world for the arcade game, but never the game. Only the world for the arcade game. And so we have to keep it within the tone and within the style mm -hmm. and uh, using like the, the limitations and considerations of an arcade game. Um, that's fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I and get so that. And so it's less about, like, the people in the world could find out and that's the story. Because if it's like the world came from an arcade game, that's the only story that matters now in that mm. world is, oh my I god, these, these people don't know that the world is an arcade game. They need to find out oh, that it came from an arcade game. But if it is an arcade game, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just like the Matrix, you know, it's a mm. framing narrative sort of thing. Okay, I, I totally get that. I think in my mind, mm. it's not a point that matters to the narrative. I think mm. I would see it as a fact of the world that you would never put down in the story. Yeah. You know, it's the kind of it's a kind of piece of information that helps you influence the tone of the world yeah. but isn't actually important to any of the stories. Yeah. So like in my mind, in my it's like in my head canon, it mm. comes from an arcade game. Yeah. But I do like that idea of it being the influence for it. Yeah. Because that is definitely like the tone we're going for. Yeah. Um it's it, it, I, I think either idea works, um, but it, it's what's interesting about this idea is like I think this is a good way that we should talk about things in future, oh, like have ideas in future, like the whole new genre of ideas. It's like, hey, what if today we made the world for a board game, um, okay, and it's it's like not explored that much in the game, but it's like if you're playing a board game, you would get a surface level scratch mm. of it, right? But what if the rest of Monopoly mm. um, had a world out there mm -hmm. and yeah yeah totally because i think uh part of our aim with this podcast is not just like world building for the fun of it yeah though it certainly can be but learning how to build a world for different mediums yeah so different purposes. literally just going okay today we want to do a drawing yeah but we want uh, having some understanding of the world before we do that drawing might add more to it yeah so, so let's like, do that and the, then people could go away and draw anyway the, little... the brief is like draw some ancient ruins mm -hmm. and it's like okay all we're gonna do is the end point is mm. ancient ruins that's all we want yeah but what necessary steps do we have to do to get to mm. the point where those ruins look believable yeah they, they have like shapes and and mm -hmm. colors and fauna and flora yeah because though you mightn't ever display the meaning you yep. knowing that you know meaning it... is going to ground it so much more yep. Yep. like you mightn't think it yep. but it makes a huge you can, difference you can see it yeah it's like a uh, magic the gathering cards um yeah even looking at them without knowing the law without reading the thing at the bottom mm. you're like wow i've learned so much just looking yeah, at this little can... picture yeah absolutely mm. can you tell we're going through magic the gathering cards this afternoon yeah <laughs> literally now we're going to sitting right next to me yeah it's really Good stuff in there. It's good stuff. I don't play it, but wow, that's pretty. Well, were them pretty cards? Were them pretty? Okay. What's your? Do you have another idea? Or? My my last one, very simple. It was just the uh, Paladins of the Planetary Alliance. Oh uh, yes. Was one of the factions we mentioned. Popa. What's Popa. their deal? Popa. Was my question. Oh. Because I feel like they're an important contrastive element to this central conflict we've got in the UK. Sorry, <laughs> I heard Popa, and I'm like Pope. <laughs> and that caught me. So 
we talked about this in the episode. We were like, how can we make the A and E so it's just they're just called Pope? Mm-hmm. But we didn't figure it out. Oh, is that mm-hmm. what about? No, I'm gonna get back into it. No, we can't. We just gotta keep going. I was like thinking that they enterprise. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the paladins of the planetary enterprise. Um, it's called Pope now. I'm sorry. It's cool. I'm changing it. Um, <laughs> they seem like a nice contrastive. Um, trying to spell enterprise as I'm talking. Mm. A nice contrastive element to the central conflict of the ants. The ants and the home sort of idea of Junker, mm. and then having this third thing, which is people trying to. I guess it's the. It's also capitalism, but it's another aspect, another facet of capitalism. It's nice capitalism, in a way. <laughs> if we want to narrow that down, the the bugs are people who want to take your home away, mm-hmm. whereas Pope are people who want to take your home away under the guise of making it better. Yeah. But they are just homogenizing mm. your lifestyle mm-hmm. um, because Junga also represents like uh, freedom and diversity and yeah. 100%. Uh, living your own life the way that you want to in this chaotic way. I like that. And I think our very first stunk, stunk, stunker, I want to say stunker. Yeah. <laughs> story, for Junker story for Junker kind of uh, shows that. Mm. It was very much uh, like set in a very homely environment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So what direction do we want to take this? We're already pretty far into. Yeah. What... Uh, well, we, we already touched on a lot of them. So what do we want to... Uh nail in and focus let's I go wanna, back over i want to hear more about this war yeah i think i, I want to know war, what it's about yeah, that was i had questions even i feel like i wrote down like, this world is very centralized around this one big event and mm. stuff like pope and the ants all come from that but they are all united by this one big event okay maybe and we're talking about culture being yes. disrupted yeah okay and... what if all right here's my idea for the for the war mm-hmm. the home that this is at the center of this conflict is our galaxy mm-hmm. it's the like the limits of, of space people have explored it and they've gone everywhere and there's like conflict but there's like relative peace and the ants are from they are extra galactic mm-hmm. they come from the furthest reaches of space that we're not capable we don't have the technology to go mm-hmm. um and that's where it is it's like it's home in the broadest sense it's literally as far as we can go in our living vessels, our human mm-hmm. bodies. The only way they're able to do it is because they're synthetic. Um, so is it more home in this idea of um, the right to exploration? Or, or more like the outer galaxies are part of the the place, the existence that we live in, and we feel a connection to that, yeah. to be able to see it, to know I it? I think it's, it's like the most after the age of exploration, humanity, or like... Mm. the unit the galaxy because mm. it's just like the galaxy the idea of traveling between galaxies is just impossible it's, mm. they're so vastly far mm. apart um so our our galaxy is explored and so now it's not like we're fighting over resources or anything there's enough to go around mm. and so people have developed these really complex uh cultures and ways of living and associations with home but home is the whole galaxy in lots of small homes well i think I think you can really tie this to humanity as it is now yeah. because there's such a strong drive among so many people to travel. Yeah. You know your home, but you want to, while you are on this earth, yeah. uh, exist in as many places as you can. Yeah. And it's this idea that you have home out there somewhere and you have not seen it yet. We're connected like never before. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, the hope is we're only going to become more connected. Yeah. So that's what this home is, is, is the whole mm. galaxy. And then this force... A sort of allegorical mm. force turns up to drive a wedge uh, between that. Yeah. Um, and that's I think that's a good like aesthetic driving force. Mm. Is it's very like what people say wars are about. Mm. You know, you know, defending what we believe in. I, I like it because this motivation is kind of obscure and vague. Yeah. And I kind of like it that idea that when you think too hard about it, it's a tough thing to put into words as yeah. to why you're fighting so hard for this thing. Yeah. But you just have this feeling that it's something you believe in. Yeah. Like um, like these ants, quote-unquote ants, uh, like almost keeping this galaxy trapped in a bubble for some yeah. reason. They don't want them expanding. And we can think about why that is. Yeah. Um, but they just have a feeling like they need to see more. Yeah. 
Yeah, for like, sure. Like this, this hope that people have that they will find more of themselves beyond what they've already seen. And that hope, I think, would still exist in the people who live on, on Junker and in the modern yeah. setting. Like, they have this... Because we talked about the psychic memories thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, I think, the most... The, the coolest, most unique part about this world yeah. I didn't even talk about was uh, you can remember the past lives of your ancestors mm. and gain their abilities and stuff. Very cool. Um, is like people would remember what it felt like for the world to be everyone's. Yes. And to be able to go places. Mm. And that's probably, it contrasts with, oh, there are deadly things out there mm. that have taken it away from us. But there's also this patriarchal force of, pope um, yeah that are stopping us from... <laughs> it's always going to be fun it's good it's going to be funny it's every good. time it lightens the mood yeah and that's what i'm trying to speak with gravitas and then pope comes out of nowhere <laughs> you know how the pope comes in and ruins things you know the pope you just, know the pope just does that? strolls in and hits you across the face yeah no yeah <laughs> no more serious no we laugh serious. now only giggling only giggling oh the, that oh that the... pope he loves to giggle <laughs> that giggling pope yes we need a giggling pope in this story <laughs> Well, Pope is probably run by a Pope, isn't it? Because they're probably a religious organization. Of course they are. And Have a, you heard about them? They're a religious organization centered around uni- unity. They're called paladins. Yeah, they're the paladins of the planetary enterprise. And the universe is their god. Enterprise is a really good name for it because enterprise is often a word for, like, businesses. Yeah, so good, it's, right? So it works really well. Whew! <laughs> so, yeah, there are these forces that... <laughs> They, they are a force that is like, we're trying to unify and unity is the opposite idea mm. again, because uh, there's disparity of making people alone. That's the opposite idea. But then unity is the opposite idea as well, because mm. it's like diversity was the idea the, yeah. the, that made life good yes. in the galaxy yeah. before. Um, so that's a really fun. If you have yeah. like three points of conflict and you've got really good. It's um, nice. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because, mm. um, yes. Yeah. It would be very good then to tell a story that was someone from Junker, someone from Pope, and then they're dealing with a conflict caused by a bug, by an ant. Nice. You know? I like that. That's yeah. really interesting. What else do we know about the conflict? Because I know hmm. that there were multiple um, factions, like sub-factions. Yeah. Sort of. like Because there's like, it's like everyone from all over the galaxy yeah. was on one side. Yeah, because this isn't just like... A small region of space surrounded by a bubble this is like there's going to be even though there are these people wanting to get out there is going to be conflict within there yeah lots of different ideas about what is right people like worship there'll be people worshiping the ants people yeah. who are dedicated to, to pope them. there'll Probably be people who succeeded and... in appeasing them because yeah. the ants are intelligent enough that they understand that if they get to a planet full of uh not one-off resources like reprodu- reproducible mm-hmm. um, yep. resources then they can go like hey we're gonna um have you cool guys figurehead leader and you can keep pumping us full of resources yep. so that we can make more troops and we won't kill you yeah inverted commas um uh yes i like that that's cool so oh, that's that's interesting then we have these characters who probably in the modern era are descended of the survivors of like the betrayer people essentially oh, wow that's so they have these dynamic. memories that are like you bastard because we talked about with the psychic powers mm. uh the psychic lineage then there are people who ran away from the war mm. like most of junker is people who ran um i i can totally see a story about someone suddenly sorry about the puppy snoring but i'm not gonna wake her up she's having a good nap every episode every episode she's mm-hmm. the producer yeah um um I can definitely see a story about someone discovering, uh, like picking up on these memories of uh, a, a traitor ancestor yeah. and having a fear that now that they possess these memories, they will follow in those footsteps, yeah. trying to find oh. a way to unlearn those memories. That's so interesting. Because um, we talked about this, the psychic ability wasn't, um, I said because I'm so much, the psychic ability wasn't always around. It was uh, a biological like construct mm. made from the uh, enzymes that the um, the ants yeah produced. used and then they, it was altered to be not dangerous. I, I maybe there's even a thing of that when the fir- ants first arrived, there was it was peaceful at first. Yeah, I like this idea that maybe they came in to observe the galaxy 
and then uh, to see if they could, I don't know, take it over, see yeah. if they could just leave it alone or something like that. That's why they had access to this enzyme in the first place. Yeah. And then maybe the ants went, no, nah, we've got to keep them contained yep. for some reason. And yep. I think I'd like to go into that next. Yeah, that's interesting. And, um, and then, it was, you know, it went from there. The, the ants are hyper-intelligent, but they under... Um, What's the word under... High whiz, low... I know, high intelligence, low wisdom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they um, underestimated um, yeah, the, the, the people of this galaxy yeah. in that they turned up and were like, yes, you may take samples of our enzyme. Mm-hmm. Not like you're going to be able to do something with yeah. it. And then they went away with their information and came back and they all had this psychic power now and they went, mm, all... this is a problem. Mm, whoops. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. And they were like okay we can't let you interact with anyone else anymore this is our this we're, is our power we're putting you in the playpen in the corner we're putting you, you in can, quarantine li- yeah literally that like we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna decimate you yeah maybe they're even like an intergalactical like space police kind oh. of thing wow got kind of gone rogue and but we don't necessarily acknowledge that we just see them as yeah. invaders who are keeping us from exploring well, the because universe because the the system that they're a part of is so much larger and more it's complex so than us on a scale that we that it can't doesn't... even comprehend. Yeah, absolutely. It's, again, it's the small life form, big life form mm. thing. We're one galaxy in many, many galaxies. In many, many, many. Um, and, of course, we definitely see their actions as completely inhumane. Yeah. And perhaps yeah, they are. They are. But from um, our perspective, absolutely. But maybe, we also you know, don't... A, a white blood cell's uh, actions are seen as inhumane to... Uh, yeah. cancer cells I don't know there's lots of different ways we can view this yeah um, that's cool that they are they're like a function of the universe yeah and they and maybe maybe that's the, that's stuff. the whole thing that they were naturally produced they're the antibodies of the universe ah uh, 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 <laughs> they come from the dying stars mm-hmm. oh that's so cool damn this is dope dying galaxies probably and maybe this is a whole thing that when we took their enzyme, they were like, they can't possibly use this. This is such powerful stuff. They couldn't understand it. And then we did something with them. Like, okay, well, just they, by chance. Just by having this, they're going to evolve to be super powerful. We can't. Maybe because they, they bring the enzyme and the enzyme is supposed to nullify mm. and make, like, placate a, a growing galaxy. Mm. Right. So they, they turn up to all of these galaxies and they're like, here is the enzyme. Mm. It will make you work better with us. Mm. But just by chance one in a million mm. it doesn't yeah it does the opposite mm-hmm. it makes us harder and harder to deal yeah. with and so they came back and went oh, it's one of these ones again Damn it. and now we have to deal with them yeah uh, and but it was too late you'd already given it to us and we just keep getting better yep so then it's war and mm-hmm. <sighs> okay that means there's more out there like outside of the galaxy maybe they've just been like we did this one it's a lost cause yeah in a matter of like two paragraphs this world just suddenly got like massive oh, I love that I don't know what it is about like sometimes you find a thread that connects things yeah it's amazing you can have these things that are disparate far apart and you're like I don't know how I'm ever going to connect these and you try and it just hey, doesn't work we can connect all our stories together now we have a greater universe <laughs> I did it this is my plan all along and now I'm thinking about like if Big Trees is just chilling and then the yeah, ants boy. turn up. Yeah, uh huh. I still am not down for it because it undermines the stakes in other worlds. It does, but it's my headcanon. I know you, you can headcanon it as much as much as you want, but until it comes up uh, in a story, uh, until we both agree on it, yeah. it means nothing, and yeah. that's fair. Yeah. So you're gonna slowly plot to have me assassinated and replaced with someone else. Slowly. <laughs> See you tomorrow, buddy. Charlie pulls out a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Producer, <of> my ass, <laughs> stab you in the back. Okay, so I hate the way I say ass. It sounds so dumb and pretentious. Ass. Uh, yeah, right. Ass. You're fine. That's that's ass. Yes, that's mostly the Australian pronunciation. Ass. We didn't Is say it? like. It arse. sounds very British. Ass. Maybe you just extended the a too much. I don't know. Us. You're fine. Okay, don't worry. Thank you. I'm very self. I don't know why am I self conscious about that. Of all things. Of yeah. all things. Is that's there the only thing I feel self conscious about? Is there anything else we wanted to cover? So we we talked about the origin of the ants. We talked about Pope. Thank you. <laughs> what? Pope is the funniest one. I can't believe we made it work. Ah, sorry, my bro- like brushed against the cable and I panicked. A snake. <laughs> A snake, a snake in your house? There's a snake in my house. Hanging you from the what? table? You know what? It's not that far out of. It's Australia. This it's is happened. Australia. Yeah. I did walk home the other day and there was a massive spider by the door. I'm like, oh, hey, that's bud. great. 
What were your two ideas? To My see ideas we were an arcade game. Yes. And um, culture. And I culture. think we covered both I of those. I think we've covered that. Damn. Damn. I mean, I'm I'm vibing. I'm happy. I'm happy with. Uh, Are we okay? Well, what kind of story would we like to bring out of this? Because I feel like we've got a lot of potential. We've got some we write that story about those three to this triangle of tension. Yeah. Yep. I think so. I think that's the, the best. Triangle way to go. of tension. It's a, a junker character. Maybe they're they're off exploring somewhere, and they get stuck, and they have to accept help from a pope character. From the pope. From the pope. It's the <laughs> space pope. Never gonna stop. It's the space pope, and he's also he's lost his car keys, and he's like, "What's going on?" Um, and then they have to deal with. I just with... love my space Jesus. I can't help but think about Pepsi. Oh, Pepsi and... Liberty. Pepsi Liberty is the best character uh, ever. It's linked people... in the Discord. No, we Listen can't. No, to they it. can't because they have to be maximum fund subscribers. To no, they don't. Really? Is it? Is it? available where is it where is it i listen to it on spotify that's on spotify it's on spotify legally though i think so because i I don't remember doing anything illegal because i had to i didn't put it it in my binder i I had my binder of illegal things that i've done (laughs) let me get it (laughs) oh my god it's huge (laughs) (laughs) we're inside it the whole time (laughs) this universe is a binder full of crimes (laughs) the crime duh Kinda. So moving on from uh, these stupid things, Pepsi <laughs> Liberty. Um, what's that series called? Uh, um, series. There's more than one. What? Yeah. In the next one, Merle DMs. Um, Merle. <laughs> Clint. No, it's Merle. Yeah. It's the other way around. Yeah. They have, they, they, have they... they have Clint DMing because they it's on maximum the maximum fun I pay for the network. I don't Mackle at the Roy moment. Brothers. McElroy Brothers. McElroy Brothers. That's no, I haven't listened is. to the second one. The first one is definitely on Spotify. Hoot Nanny. Taz Hoot Nanny. Hoot Nanny. That's it. Yes. Oh, so good. I love it. So, yeah, that's I'm... vaguely what the story is going to be about. Is mm-hmm. is these two sort of forces dealing with the third sort of as the the conflict or however or it can even be the three trying to somehow in like a hostage situation or something. I just don't know how you talk to a bug for how to an ant, but maybe. Maybe. Because they're like such a complex life form that i feel like conversation is beyond them yeah i mean totally maybe Mm. i don't know that's interesting i guess we'll see we'll see we'll see okay cool (sighs) i'm happy this is good this is a good one got a little bit loopy there but that happens that happens sometimes i have to go to the toilet okay we better stop recording then i've been trying to wrap up for like five minutes you can take the mic with you that's true okay no let's stop good god You've got to kill your darlings, as the writer's adage goes, and I want your help killing mine. Are you a lover of the fantasy adventure novel? Have you ever wanted to add a class at Hogwarts? Or rearrange the nations of Middle-earth? Perhaps you'd redesign the Alethiometer or tweak the cosmos of the Discworld. Now's your chance. Kill My Darlings is an interactive fantasy writing podcast where you take on the role of editor and give feedback on a brand new world as it's created. Or just vicariously enjoy the writing process. I'm waiting for you to kill my darlings right now, wherever you listen to good podcasts. Kill My Darlings is proudly part of the That's Not Canon Productions podcast network. Machine, a collective world building podcast about dynamic, fantastical, and concise storytelling. Wow. Spot on. Fantastic. Thank you. See, now I've started using it as my thing to test whether the microphone's working properly. That's right. So I've been seeing it twice a week now. Yeah. So I just rolls up the tongue. I should just start saying it. I was going to say I should just start saying it like to yourself to in the mirror when you wake but, up. Yeah, but then I'd go insane, I think. That's fair. Like that'd be a, a complete path to insanity. Mm-hmm. I, I struggle with repeating things, like if I hear something too much. Um, I just can't handle it. I, I'm very thankful that uh, on YouTube you can, if you get an ad all the time, or just like if you get an ad, you can flag it to be like, I don't want to see this anymore. And one oh. of the options is repetitive. Uh. So I was getting these BWS ads that mm. are really like cookie cutter. They just yeah. use the same thing and then they put your local area in. Mm-hmm. And I would get them all the time and they're just 
it's so infuriating because they're like five seconds long or something like they're really short but it's just the same thing i'm like oh can't handle it but uh, yeah. i have youtube premium yeah okay all right yeah okay it's, all it's, right it's because i like being because just once there was like a free trial and mm. i thought here i'll have a go so i can minimize it and scroll through pinterest at the same time yeah and then i know i just can't live without it so no i i'm um uh, I tried it for a while and I was like, wow, this is really good. My one qualm is that often I don't pause my videos. I just use, like, I just exit out of them to pause them. Mm. And so I would get really confused when I would exit out and they would keep going. I'd be like, what, what happened? Yeah. Um, I, it's also really good for me because um, I use YouTube to play music at work. Mm, so mm. it means I can have a playlist of songs and I don't get an ad between every one yeah. of them playing out in the store. I've got Spotify Premium exclusively for D&D playlists mm-hmm. um, to have like unbroken ads because every time we would get into a session an ad would start playing and one of my players uh, amelia would go do you want to use my spotify premium like no No. i don't want to no it's fine (laughs) and then eventually i broke and i i got uh premium Mm -hmm. and it's real good it is good yeah do you want to go uh so the only thing that i it's actually i guess there's two things that i wanted to to highlight for reader attention listener attention uh, is uh, one there is a setting uh, a five e D and D setting uh, called Wagadu W A G A D U. Um, it is an African fantasy um, inspired five uh, e setting that is so it's by a team who are working on a role playing game of the same name mm-hmm. uh, a, 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 like a, a video game uh, an MMO. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a role play focused MMO. Mm-hmm. Um, which is awesome. I'm so excited. I really want to try it. And they've sort of just taken their law Bible from uh, the creation of the world for their video game and then just turned it into a 5e setting. Oh, that's so um, cool. But then they also wrote like this really cool adventure for it that's like, I don't know what levels it spans, but it's like a lot of levels. Mm. Um, it's it's this awesome setting. Um, I'm running a home game in it uh, soon. I have it planned out just like a solo game um but uh it's amazing go check it out the pdf for the whole thing is free um and in the discord and in the discord uh because it is uh it's just their promo material and it's genius it's uh, so cool i think the kickstarter might have ended uh mm-hmm. or might still be going for a few more days um i've kickstarted it it's awesome uh get in there and check it out because yeah right up right up uh, my alley and probably up someone's alley as well wonderful mm. awesome do you want to mm. do your next one? Oh, i've also been playing this game <laughs> that i love called hard space shipbreaker um which I, I mentioned to you the other day uh it's about being a shipbreaker a, a uh scavenger of um uh, spaceships uh and you just you go in there you've got 15 minutes to cut up a spaceship pull it apart nice. and it's the most meditative experience although last night i did blow up a ship um because it was like there's this part where you have to pull out one of the engines and there's a little pump that you pull and i first read it and it was like can cause um fuel line ruptures and i went ah it'll be fine and it was fine for the first like three times that i did it and then it wasn't fine and it wasn't yeah yeah and the whole Mm -hmm. back end of the ship blew up um and turns out it's beautiful (laughs) the exploding engine is like purple and then all of the like little bits just sort of float in space and like slowly move Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i just got in there afterwards and i had like five minutes left and i was like i'm just gonna throw little things into the furnace because they're all scrap now uh delightful game go out and play it it has a lot of um junker vibes which is spot on on. point yeah absolutely yeah wonderful well at the point of recording this i am just about to finish editing the story, so you mm. haven't heard it yet. No, I'm so excited to listen. Oh, thank I you. got to look at the like editing yeah. thing, and uh, it's insane it's, looking. It's got 23 tracks. Yeah, which is <laughs> too many. Um, yeah, it's a very different style to what we usually do because there's no narration. Yeah. Uh, it's also no, no music. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> mm, cool. Um, so I, I have, I'm really interested in audio editing. Yeah. Um, I'm good at it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I am an English and writing major, and then I started doing this podcast, and then took a course, and now suddenly my degree is just veering off somewhere else. Hey, it can it can be both. <laughs> That's kind okay. Of. That was kind yeah. of the point of it, anyway. Exactly. Um. So the BA is. 
Yeah, but I've I've got uh I like this idea of building soundscapes. So this was me just kind of having a bit of a go doing that for the first time. Mm. So I definitely want to have a go at making more stories like this that yeah. are very sound effects based because yeah. it's lots of fun. Certainly not perfect at it yet. Not to mention I have just started using new software, which is Reaper, mm-hmm. which is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only am I doing a new style, but I'm trying new software. So. Whole, yes. whole new stuff. I hope you enjoyed it. Innovating. It was fun to yes. make. Yes. Yes. But the actual point I wanted to talk about, um, something I've been uh, that's been on my mind a lot lately is editing humor, Ooh. specifically around like uh, YouTube videos. Because mm. um, I watch like Jack Jacksepticeye and Mark. <laughs> Did I say that right? Jacksepticeye and Markiplier? Yeah, I don't you, know. you were good. I, I just blinked out for a second there while I was speaking and couldn't hear my own words. Anyway, <laughs> I watch them a lot, um, and both of them have their own editors right. that um, do most of the editing them for them. So Markiplier has Lixian, who I love so much. Lixian is fantastic. <laughs> uh, and Jacksepticeye's editor is Robin. They're both very, very good. Um, and a while ago, I watched um, Jack's... Or Sean's playthrough of um, the big one that was like the seven years wait for the second one to come out. Come on, it's Boyhood, a zombie the, one. The movie Boyhood. The, the oh, Last of Us Part Two. The Last of Us Part Two. Good God. Yeah. But I was watching Jack. Not a funny game. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I listened to the Besties uh, episode on it, Wonderful. and I was like, "Wow, this is a sounds like a terrible game." Um. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I had a debate about it with some of my classmates yeah. the other day. It was wonderful. Mm. But um, Robin put together these beautiful, like, kind of um, cinematic pieces at the end of each episode, and they were really intense and really cool. And then one of them, he just dropped that, and it was really funny. And it was the funniest thing oh, I've ever yeah. seen, just breaking mm. that yeah. that line. I laugh for that's, a solid five minutes. Yeah, that's what comedy is, breaking expectation. That's so good. But it, I find it really interesting to see editors like like Robin and Lixian having putting their own level of humor mm. into something where all they're doing is editing it. Yeah. Like a big thing is uh Markiplier's uh Minecraft series because mm. um if Lixian hadn't put his own stuff into it, it would have just been another Minecraft series. Right. But it's really cool to see um that they interact like mm. uh they kind of talk to each other in this oh. format. Well, this, in class we were talking about mm. the the, uh, the role of the author and the death of the yeah, author. Yeah, that's what I'm bringing it into, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this idea of almost building a relationship between character and narrator. Absolutely. I, I love it when a narrator has a very strong voice yeah. and a very biased. Yeah. And it just adds another dimension to the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, very cool. And you can do yeah. that with comedy. Totally. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's that's such a good point. Uh, and it li- links into the important point that this podcast would not exist without your editing. It would just be dog shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> also, while you were trying to remember all of those names and things, I did stare at the uh, Mario Kart Switch cartridge mm-hmm. on your desk. Yes. And all I could think was lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, because they have very bad taste intentionally. Oh, well, uh, one of my friends actually likes the taste. Oh, uh, pervert. To... Pervert, I see. <laughs> yeah. Did you have an intervention? Mm. <laughs> Which is like, I only licked it like twice. Like, mm. Mm, I've only licked them once. I, I don't think, want to do it a I second time. Was, I think any more than one. It's, yeah, exactly. You've broken the point of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Is do there we anything ha- else we want to do? Do we have any writing uh, prompts? Uh, writing prompts, writing tips. I mean, we can think of a writing prompt. Um, is there a genre, I reckon? We were just talking about horror. Um, I'll have a go at doing a really, uh, really bias. characterized yeah. narrator. Yes. narrator. Yes. God, I can't words. No, that's fair. That's a common uh, linguistic mistake. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Try and do... You can either do from the perspective of the character and mm-hmm. really like you don't have to aim for a twist ending or anything no. you can just have it as a biased perspective or you can have a narrator that seems like the impartial third person narrator but is in fact like Ooh. twisting the okay things. definitely yeah. then check out little misfortune right video game i love i've cosplayed little misfortune yes. it is a, a wonderful game that's mm. like uh, set in the same world as uh fran Bo. oh okay it's great. Definitely has that 
uh, mm. twisted narrator vibe to it. Yeah, and, and not necessarily like making the narrator a character, but being mm. a way that your narrator has character. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's it's impossible to to get away from like yeah. to make an impartial narrator. Uh, yeah. And so like leaning into that for your story is, is a lot of fun to mess around with. Absolutely. Mm. Awesome. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks See you for next listening. time. See you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.